Today is the 11th of October 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we've continued to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. And particularly if you stuck with us so far this year, today will be 200 episodes. 200 episodes this year. So thank you for sticking with us. I appreciate there are times when it just felt like we've been walking through treacle sometimes in Scripture. But God has spoken to us every time. So thank you. If you're joining us for the first time, then let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, Scripture and music. So having explained how it all works, let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayers. So let's pray, shall we? Eternal God, whose signature we see if we dare to look in the creation of the universe. Help us during this time to look and to listen for your handwriting and your voice in this place among these people. Connect our temporary prayers with your timeless rhythms, your ageless melodies, your everlasting joyful noise. Guide us now to focus upon you, knowing that in you our distractions become new possibilities for action. Breathe life into our prayers, our speaking, our listening. That all these activities might become more than they actually are. And in our worship, Lord, we reach out to you, knowing that you've already enfolded us in your arms. So thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings. And in today's Bible readings, Isaiah describes the future Jerusalem. And we continue with Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. But we'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Let's pray. Father, we would ask that you would prepare our hearts as we read scripture today. Open our hearts and minds to the mysteries and truths that are hidden within its pages, that we may discover a clarity of understanding that was hidden from us before. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the Good News Translation, and we begin with Isaiah 53. Who would have believed what we now report? Who could have seen the Lord's hand in this? It was the will of the Lord that his servant grow like a plant taking root in dry ground. He had no beauty or dignity to make us take notice of him. There was nothing attractive about him, nothing that would draw us to him. We despised him and rejected him. He endured suffering and pain. No one would even look at him. We ignored him as if he were nothing. But he endured the suffering that should have been ours, the pain that we should have borne. All the while we thought that his suffering was punishment sent by God, but because of our sins he was wounded, beaten because of the evil we did. We are healed by the punishment he suffered, made whole by the blows he received. All of us were like sheep that were lost, each of us going his own way. But the Lord made the punishment fall on him, the punishment all of us deserved. He was treated harshly but endured it humbly. He never said a word. Like a lamb about to be slaughtered, like a sheep about to be sheared, he never said a word. He was arrested and sentenced and led off to die, and no one cared about his fate. He was put to death for the sins of our people. He was buried in a grave with those who were evil. He was buried with the rich, even though he never committed a crime or ever told a lie. The Lord says, It was my will that he should suffer. His death was a sacrifice to bring forgiveness. And so he will see his descendants. He will live a long life, and through him my purpose will succeed. After a life of suffering, he will again have joy. He will know that he did not suffer in vain. My devoted servant, with whom I am well pleased, will bear the punishment of many, and for his sake I will forgive them. So I will give him a place of honor, a place among the great and powerful. He willingly gave his life and shared the fate of evil men. He took the place of many sinners and prayed that they might be forgiven. Jerusalem, you have been like a childless woman, but now you can sing and shout for joy. Now you will have more children than a woman whose husband never left her. Make the tent you live in larger. Lengthen its ropes and strengthen its pegs. You will extend your boundaries on all sides. Your people will get back the land that the other nations now occupy. Cities now deserted will be filled with people. Do not be afraid. You will not be disgraced again. You will not be humiliated. You will forget your unfaithfulness as a young wife and your desperate loneliness as a widow. Your Creator will be like a husband to you. The Lord Almighty is His name. The Holy God of Israel will save you. He is the ruler of the whole world. Israel, you are like a young wife, deserted by her husband and deeply distressed. But the Lord calls you back to Him and says, For the one brief moment I left you, with deep love I will take you back. I turned away angry for only a moment, but I will show you my love forever. So says the Lord who saves you. 
In the time of Noah I promised never again to flood the earth. Now I promise not to be angry with you again. I will not reprimand or punish you. The mountains and hills may crumble, but my love for you will never end. I will keep forever my promise of peace, so says the Lord who loves you. The Lord says, O Jerusalem, you suffering, helpless city, with no one to comfort you, I will rebuild your foundations with precious stones. I will build your towers with rubies, your gates with stones that glow like fire, and the wall around you with jewels. I myself will teach your people and give them prosperity and peace. Justice and right will make you strong. You will be safe from oppression and terror. Whoever attacks you does it without my consent. Whoever fights against you will fall. I create the blacksmith who builds a fire and forges weapons. I also create the soldier who uses the weapons to kill. But no weapon will be able to hurt you. You will have an answer for all who accuse you. I will defend my servants and give them victory. The Lord has spoken. The Lord says, Come, everyone who is thirsty, here is water. Come, you that have no money, buy grain and eat. Come, buy wine and milk, it will cost you nothing. Why spend money on what does not satisfy? Why spend your wages and still be hungry? Listen to me and do what I say and you will enjoy the best food of all. Listen now, my people, and come to me. Come to me, and you will have life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, and give you the blessings I promised to David. I made him a leader, and a commander of nations, and through him I showed them my power. Now you will summon foreign nations. At one time they did not know you, but now they will come running to join you. I, the Lord your God, the Holy God of Israel will make all this happen. I will give you honor and glory. Turn to the Lord and pray to Him, now that He is near. Let the wicked leave their way of life and change their way of thinking. Let them turn to the Lord our God. He is merciful and quick to forgive. My thoughts, says the Lord, are not yours. My ways are different from yours. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways and thoughts above yours. My word is like the snow and the rain, which come down from the sky to water the earth. They make the crops grow, and provide seed for planting and food to eat. So also will be the word that I speak. It will not fail to do what I plan for it. It will do everything I send it to do. You will leave Babylon with joy. You will be led out of the city in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into singing, and the trees will shout for joy. Cypress trees will grow, where now there are briars. Myrtle trees will come up in place of thorns. This will be a sign that will last forever, a reminder of what I, the Lord, have done. 2 Corinthians 10 I, Paul, make a personal appeal to you. I who am said to be meek and mild when I am with you, but harsh with you when I am away. By the gentleness and kindness of Christ, I beg you not to force me to be harsh when I come. For I am sure I can deal harshly with those who say that we are acting from worldly motives. It is true that we live in the world, but we do not fight from worldly motives. The weapons we use in our fight are not the world's weapons, but God's powerful weapons, which we use to destroy strongholds. 
We destroy false arguments. We pull down every proud obstacle that is raised against the knowledge of God. We take every thought captive and make it obey Christ. And after you have proved your complete loyalty, we will be ready to punish any act of disloyalty. You are looking at the outward appearance of things. Are there some there who reckon themselves to belong to Christ? Well, let them think again about themselves, because we belong to Christ just as much as they do. For I am not ashamed, even if I have boasted somewhat too much about the authority that the Lord has given us, authority to build you up, not to tear you down. I do not want it to appear that I am trying to frighten you with my letters. Someone will say, Paul's letters are severe and strong, but when he is with us in person he is weak and his words are nothing. Such a person must understand that there is no difference between what we write in our letters when we are away and what we will do when we are with you. Of course, we would not dare classify ourselves or compare ourselves with those who rate themselves so highly. How stupid they are! They make up their own standards to measure themselves by, and they judge themselves by their own standards. As for us, however, our boasting will not go beyond certain limits. It will stay within the limits of the work which God has set for us, and this includes our work among you. And since you are within those limits, we were not going beyond them when we came to you bringing the good news about Christ. So we do not boast about the work that others have done beyond the limits God set for us. Instead, we hope that your faith may grow, and that we may be able to do a much greater work among you, always within the limits that God has set. Then we can preach the good news in other countries beyond you, and shall not have to boast about work already done in someone else's field. But as the scripture says, whoever wants to boast must boast about what the Lord has done. For it is when the Lord thinks well of us that we are really approved, and not when we think well of ourselves. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to pray.
Before we say our prayers for today, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. If you go into the show notes, there are links there. If you click on the link, it'll take you wherever we need to go. For the last few days now, I've been praying for the situation in Syria and the Turkish attack on the Kurds, and I'd ask you to join me in praying for Syria. Pray that God will bring his peace and his comfort to what is essentially the seat of the Middle East. So we can remember the the situation in Syria in our prayers, please. Let's pray, shall we? Lord, on this day, today I am aware of the troubles and darkness in our world. So please come and lead me in prayers for my community, my nation and the world. Father, you are the light that shines in the bleakest times. And we so long that your kingdom be built here on earth. We ask that those who suffer may be comforted, that those who are at war search for peace, and those who are in pain find healing. Saviour Christ, increase our faith that we may trust the unseen truths as more important than blind and trivial physical possessions. Loving God, increase our hope that we may reach out for a better tomorrow and be undaunted by temporary setbacks. Inspiring Spirit, increase our love, that we may put into the world something of the joy and compassion that you put in our lives. We ask this, Lord, for the sake of your new world, and to your praise and glory. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and I really would appreciate it if you could, please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information about myself or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk and you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. You can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube and Radio.com. But for now, my name is Ray. And so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way.